Welcome to Fireteam Chat, IGN's Destiny Show. Thank you so much for joining us today. Joining me today in the studio is Sean Finnegan. Hello. And Sean, Fran and CJ are both out at events. I think they are. Fran's at Dice. And CJ's in Canada for some reason. Maybe it's getting, homeland. Yeah, hitting up that free health insurance. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> or something. I don't know what he's doing there. But uh, t- on today's show, we're going to talk about all the Destiny updates, including, what do we have here? Uh, returning favorites, Rumble's coming back. That is good news. We are going to talk about how we feel about the delay of some of the features, the emblem adjustments, and the Nightfall emblems. But first, let's run down all of that news right now. So Bungie had a plethora of updates, but also some delays to long-awaited Destiny 2 features expected to arrive on February 27th. The delays were to ensure they hit a sufficiently high quality bar and included notable items like unique Nightfall rewards, exotic drop repetition, and exotic weapon and armor sandbox changes. But with the bad comes some good. Bungie will be bringing back Rumble and Mayhem as of update 1.1.4, which launches on March 27th. Mayhem will be added to the rotating Crucible playlist, while Rumble will hit the next Iron Banner and feature 6v6 gameplay. Doubles is also planned to return, but no date yet on when to expect this fan favorite. The big news this week, however, is about Nightfall scoring, which is being added next week, February 27th, along with Emblem Variants, PC Public Text Chat, and the addition of Fireteam members on your destination map. Finally. Emblem Variants will allow you to display a unique look to your emblem for reaching goals such as killing 1,000 hunters in the Crucible or beating the par score for the Nightfall of the week. In addition, the Nightfall emblems will now be how you enable your aura, and how you'll give a bonus to Vanguard token drops for the team if you beat the par score. That's basically all the news for this week. Sean, let's talk about the delay. Mm-hmm. Um, does it matter? <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, ultimately, no. Yeah. Not to me, because here's the thing. is like I think players are really looking for something to like a big feature to really entice them to come back. Mm-hmm. These little delays, if they were not delayed and they were coming out on this February 27th pass, guess what? Like most of my friends list still isn't hopping into Destiny 2. Exactly. I'm not too, I'm on the same page with you. I'm like, okay, they delayed some stuff. Kind of a bummer. I was really looking forward to the exotic weapon and mm-hmm. armor changes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we do have Nightfall scoring next week. I'm going to have a lot of fun with that. I miss that. Do you remember when Prison of Elders had scoring and you would they would actually promote the groups who won? Yeah, absolutely. It like, incentivized me to play. Incentivizes like... It, there's just something that needs to be there's needs to be a PVE activity outside of the raid that we feel compelled to do. Like in the yeah. Nightfall, it used to be that. Like in Destiny One, like you know, you'd want to do it at the beginning of the week because it gave you an XP bonus, and then your head would glow. And it's like, give me a reason to kind of do that in Destiny Two. Nightfall scoring might be that thing, so that's a little bit of a bummer. We're not going to get it as soon as we expected, but you know, it's still coming, and it's just a month away now, so it's not yeah. too big of a deal. Well, Nightfall Nightfall scoring V1 is actually next week. Coming next week, but the others were delayed. So the, they kind of were like, okay, so we're still doing that, but then other stuff is coming in March. Uh, I actually took some notes here about what's being delayed. So delayed until March 27th, exotic repetition reduction, nightfall strike unique rewards, so like weapons and such. Those are going to be cool. And uh, companion vendor viewing. Uh, and delayed until May were the exotic weapon and armor sandbox changes. Uh, that was moved to May, season three. And the the reason given was this is because we are trying to ensure each feature we add hits a sufficiently high quality bar. And referring to the the gear and weapons you're going to get from the Nightfalls, they have to be super cool. So we're giving the artists extra time to make sure they are super cool. 
<laughs> Super cool. I mean, Bungie always hits like a really high quality, especially in yeah. their art. We've said this before. So like, I'm all for giving people more time, but at the same time, like some of this stuff feels like you got to kind of get the ball rolling, you know? The the whole Nightfall thing is, I, I think they're a little cautious now because they've gotten a lot of flack for like messing up stuff that totally unbalances PvP mm-hmm. or Crucible. And uh, with Rumble coming back, we'll actually transition right into that. Uh, Rumble is returning to Iron Banner and Mayhem in the rotating playlist in 1.1.4. And that is, uh, you know, end of March. So that's really exciting. 6v6 Rumble. A lot of people wanted that mode. I am stoked that we're going to get to play Rumble together again. Yeah, like all throughout Destiny 2, we haven't had a great amount of variation in the PvP playlist, right? Yeah. Like before, there were all kinds of different nodes that you could jump into with your fire team. And then all throughout Destiny 2, we've just had like quick play and competitive. Mm-hmm. Sometimes Iron Banner and comes back and trials, obviously, on the weekend and stuff. But it's like a cool 6v6 FFA playlist, like a fan favorite from the yeah. first game. Like that is like. The only way it could, like, the only thing that that's not cooler than is like 3v3 elimination trials. Like, that's what I want. <laughs> so, you're an Xbox player. Did you transition to PC with everybody else? I played a little bit on a PC, but no, I'm still playing mostly on Xbox. All right. So, I'm going to have to level up my Xbox character so I can kill you with a sword over and over again. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Good luck getting anywhere near me. <laughs> <laughs> what about some of these other modes? Uh, Iron Banner being Rumble, that's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. The fact that they are, what were the other modes that I read in the news there? I don't want to get it wrong. Doubles is going to make a return. That's awesome. That should just should have just been added. Crimson Doubles was great. Yeah, people like Crimson Doubles, and it's you know it's a nice change of pace. Uh, my question is: This Iron Banner, this is the one when it returns that it's going to be six v six, right? Yes, six v six Rumble. Yeah, that's awesome. That's how they're bringing back the mode. It seems like it will be a part of Rumble, and I can clarify that in the comments who are shredding me apart right now. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, so that's really exciting. I I'm stoked to. <clears throat> to play that and then mayhem will be added to the rotating crucible playlist always a fun thing change of pace yeah destroy a bunch of people with your supers brand said on the show they added it why are you taking it away why did you take away crimson doubles why did you take away mayhem like don't take away things that we're having fun with right now just keep it in there let me keep playing the things that i enjoy don't give me uh less enjoyment in the game uh so the emblem adjustment thing so you're going to be happy about this. So emblems that display wins or KDA can be bought from Shax after 10 packages. So that emblem you never got, you're just going to be able to buy it from him after you do 10 turn-ins, which is probably going to be retroactive. So you'll probably just be able to go buy it if you don't have it yet. That's an interesting thing. Like 10 packages like per week? Like is it become available after 10 packages no, and it's it just, resets after the next week? I don't think so. I think it's just you turn your 10, you, you just buy it. Like if you don't cool. if you don't get the drop, it's kind of like what they're doing with the raid and such right now. I'm assuming. I'm yeah. making assumptions. Like actually, like emblems featuring cool gameplay statistics, like that are specific to your player, was one of the cooler things that Destiny did. I think. Like I remember looking at those early emblems you got, where you have like you know I have something like twenty thousand or thirty thousand void class kills on my yeah. Titan, and it's like comparing that to other Titans. Like I'm like. It's a pretty cool thing. So, like, if there's more accessibility to things like that, or if there, or if this sets the precedent for greater variation, yeah. for different stats to be tracked, mm-hmm. like, wouldn't it be cool if you had like a sticky grenades kills mm-hmm. like emblem? I think that would be awesome too. I would like that a lot. One of the things they used it as an example was uh, it'll advertise which character class you ended up killing the most of. Like, if you kill more hunters, titans, or warlocks, you get, uh, like, a shattered titan logo that's on so the cool. emblem that you can display. Yeah. So, I mean, it's really subtle. It's a small thing. And it also shows how many of those people you you murdered. <laughs> Sean Finnegan, yeah. destroyer of hunters. Yeah. 
<laughs> That'd be pretty fun. Yeah. And then uh, auras are going to be attached to emblems. Exist- existing so, emblems will provide the aura effects. Future emblems will have new effects. They are conditional, so require a flawless or prestige clear to activate. Some will come with a fire team bonus, like the token drop in Nightfalls. This is cool. Like We've been talking about different ways to incentivize players to do the hardest content in the game. Like a visual representation of yep. you being flawless that week. That's like totally the type of thing that I want to have. Mm-hmm. Um, I just hope like it's obnoxiously like the wings were like from uh, season or from year one of Destiny. Like you have wings that are like the size of your whole body. Yeah, on like each you side. can't fit through the door. Like that's super funny. You have to turn sideways and sort of walk that way to get through the doors. <laughs> I want everyone in the tower to know that I went flawless this week, <laughs> whether they cool. want to or not. Yeah. <laughs> You're just glowing brightly. Yeah. Uh, and then the last thing was, what do we have here? Other emblem variants will drop. Drops will be from chess or nightfalls. And then finally, uh, nightfall emblems are acquired by completing nightfalls and display your personal high score in that event. Later, your clan score will be displayed. That's something they're hoping to add at a later date. They also enable your aura and fire team bonus to Vanguard token drops. I said that earlier. If your score is above the par score, that will start off being based on internal playlist playtests. So they're going to start at like whatever they think the bar should be set at, and then it'll be actually community driven. So wherever the community average ends up, you have to beat the average. It sounds like it'd be really cool if like in the future if that system could evolve. Like I love this idea of playing against yourself, like with personal high scores, your clan with future coming clan scores, and then hopefully one day maybe like a leaderboard across Xbox or PlayStation or you know all the platforms. Like I think that would be really cool just to be like, here's how I do, here's how our clan does versus mm-hmm. the average but then like who is the best in the world i want to be able to like access that in game and like put myself against their score i think it'll be really fun that'll be really cool um yeah and so we've been talking about this like off the air but it's like we're coming in to record the show we're down two members <clears throat> and it's just kind of like what are we going to talk about this week faction yeah. rallies are going on yep i they're not fun they are just not well, that fun they're just they're not interesting mm-hmm. like they're they're fine because I just don't. I don't know. Like, there's no stakes. Like, there. Mm-hmm. I like. I like a game. I like when in Destiny you had to make a choice, and that choice was something potentially you could regret. Yeah. Like here, like it would be. It, it, if oh, you my could, team lost. I got to pay more glamour. Exactly. And I probably don't care about. Like, the what if your team lost? You couldn't get the weapon. That would actually incentivize you to choose the right mm-hmm. like faction for that week, or to like get all of your other faction members to kind of rally together and really kind of convince people to get that faction you know yeah. it's just i mean i get you i get that you don't want i get that bungie wants to make all the weapons and armor accessible to all the players yeah for the most part right but at the expense of creating an interesting system or i'm not sure you know it's it's an overall problem with destiny i think is destiny 2 is that there are no stakes yeah a lot of people didn't like when you had to go into raids with galahorn or whatever mm-hmm. i was never one of those guys like required to have galahorn like Maybe two people on my crew would need to have Galhorn because you needed that amount of DPS to kill a boss in an easy fashion. But if everybody else had like Hunger of Crota yeah. or just a good rocket launcher and they were able to aim it, I'm just like, we got the DPS, let's go kill the boss. And later we found out snipers were fine to like lower his shield. We didn't really need the Galhorn. So the fact that Destiny 2 just went this super safe route is just super de incentivizing to sign on every week. Yeah, I mean, like, 
I think anyone who plays RPGs right now in the Western world knows that like what makes RPGs such like a desirable thing is like mm-hmm. you feel you really feel rewarded for the choices that you make in terms of how you choose to play your character and style your character and build your character. And right now, Destiny, which no one calls it straight up an RPG because it's you know obviously it's a first person shooter, but there's definitely RPG mechanics in it, and I think like you could really make the game more robust and more fun for players and be more rewarding for players if you gave the choices more weight. Right now, it feels like regardless of what I choose, it can be undone later, or I can choose the other thing and collect everything the next week or the week after that, mm-hmm. and like. I don't know if that I don't I'm not a dev, but I don't know that that is the right way to go. Yeah. And let's let's go back to Destiny 1 Trials. Trials Mm -hmm. right now is just sort of like you can play it. You get your cosmetics and that's that's why you play it. So you can have those bragging rights. That is good. That is a good aspect of the Trials of Osiris. But my clan Engram gives me my free Trials weapon of the week. I probably got most of the weapons from the clan Engram. Mm -hmm. Um, If I run it, I can get enough tokens to, to just randomly get the one that I want. I don't even have to beat Trials of Osiris. Mm-hmm. But in Destiny 1, the only way that I could get that that adept version adept, yeah. of the AR, for example, was by going flawless, going to that chest, popping it open and getting that drop. Or what was it? It was three wins and six wins, right? In yeah. Destiny 1, or maybe it was seven. I don't remember. But anyway, uh, the point was there was an incentivization to hop into Trials, and there's just it's just not there in Destiny 2. No, it's not. And again, like I think it comes down to a philosophical thing that Bungie's implemented, which is like they don't like this idea of players not really being able to get all the gear or mm-hmm. the armor. And it's just like, personally, again, I'm not a dev, but if I was designing a game, like in order to get the best gun in the game, you have to do like the hardest thing yeah. in the game. And a lot of players seem to think like on some level that they are entitled to get that, even mm-hmm. if they can't achieve it. And that seems to be causing an unfair amount of pressure on Bungie to design systems that basically reward everyone for minimal effort. Yeah, I'm really excited it's about... It's boring. I'm, yes. I'm really excited about Nightfall scoring next week. I, I am think, too. I think it's going to add a, a personal challenge to me to like score better, get more... Well, they're not going to do headshots, but like just get a better score for each, each round of the Nightfall and pit myself against my teammates, and it's kind of a fun thing that we're going to be able to do besides just... All right, let's make sure we do it in 15. Did we clear that part fast enough? All right, we failed. Let's just run the whole thing again. Mm-hmm. And you can add those modif- – they're talking about modifiers later where, mm-hmm. like, you die and you go to orbit, Destiny 1 style. I like that a lot. Right now, the only thing I'm really clinging on to is, like, the raid. I just really like running the raid. It's a really fun encounter. But there's people out there who've ran it more than me, and they're just – they're done. They don't – they're not – as interested, and that's a bummer. It's really hard right now to find players for Destiny. Yeah, I mean, like I said, no one on my friends list, which is my friends list is, you know, hundreds of players long, and no one's playing Destiny yeah. right now. And it's kind of a bummer because even this week when I jumped into a little bit to like prepare for the show, mm-hmm. I was like, man, like, what do I even want to do solo queue? Like, there's nothing, right? right? You know, I want people to play with. Do you need to do your, what is it? EDZ, go to the EDZ and get your Engram. I'm 335. Like, yeah. I don't have to do that. There's nothing I need that's incentivizing me to do that. Which, like, loops us back to something I always do bring up, which is like, most of your hardcore players are progression focused. Mm-hmm. Like, no matter what you do to fix the systems and implement new features like Nightfall scoring, if there's no reward that pushes us forward, a lot of your most hardcore players aren't going to want to come back. Yeah. 
And it's really it, it saddens me to say that. I just I want the chase back. I want to chase those yeah, weapons. Give me the armor. carrot. Give me the carrot on the right? stick. Right. We don't have the carrot on the stick right now. We don't have a Gallahorn. We don't have something that yeah. we really, really like. So yeah, I don't know. Is there anything else you want to talk about? I don't this is a difficult show. There's not a lot <clears> to talk about. Faction rallies are going on right now. There's some new weapons. They're all sort of the same. And it's the same problem with the sandbox. And that's why I think pe- people were so bummed about the sandbox stuff being bumped out. Yeah, I mean, gosh, like I th- it would be so cool if <laughs> we didn't have the meta multi-tool like meta after this sandbox change, right? Like it would just be cool to see some of the other weapons, especially the new weapons, come to the forefront of the meta when things are adjusted. Like... I guess we could touch on that a little bit. Like, I think what was really interesting about Destiny 1 was, like, whenever there was a weapon tuning or sandbox change, there was this period of, like, a month where it was just whatever goes, right? Use whatever weapon you want, and if you could make it work, like, that might become the new meta, right? And you saw some really interesting things happen with which guns became powerful and which ones became used. Do you remember all the metas? Like from launch to end. Uh, I, I can remember of some of them. Hand cannons, including yeah. Last Word and Thorn. Last Word Thorn. Yeah. Then there was uh, Scouts. Mm-hmm. There was Red Death Pulses for a oh, while. Oh, yeah, the regen. Do you remember yeah, that? Because sure. of the health regen. Yep. And then it ended with just hand cannon, uh, the the palindrome. Yeah, by palindrome, Ias Luna. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of what we want is like think about how the meta has changed really since Destiny 2 started and not really. Like from the very beginning – Minimal multi-tool was yep. powerful, still is. Uh, on console, you're still not seeing hand cannons, really, although on PC I know that that differs. Yeah. Um, uh, just give, me, give us a reason to want to try all the new weapons and then give us more weapons. Uh, the, the Nightfall scoring is going to be fun to compete against my friends, but the fact that we're not getting that unique loot until, when did they yeah, say exactly. March? I don't remember what I said in the read there. I think they either said it's either March or it was bumped out to May. Let's see here. I mean, yeah, strike specific loot is like one of the main pe- one of the main reasons people grind strikes mm-hmm. in general. Uh, I don't know how that wasn't in there at the very beginning, but at least it's coming back there soon. It is. March twenty seventh, nightfall strike unique rewards. All right, so, so that'll be cool. That's gonna be awesome. Do you remember when you you farmed for uh, Grass of Malak? Yeah, the dude. shrieking, yeah, <laughs> the shrieking witch. So yeah. cool. Uh, I love that stuff, and and that's gonna be good, but. It's still not enough to get your players to come back because this is all stuff that the the core player base, I think they feel like they should have had in the game. So it's good. And a lot of people are theorizing that they're setting up all this stuff for their fall update. And their fall update yeah. is when they're going to be <clears> like, hey, we realize we made some mistakes. They won't say this. But they're like, we're super excited to show you this new thing. And they'll have changed the sandbox dramatically. It'll be a different game by the fall, I think. That's kind of what I was thinking is like we were talking about how some of these changes aren't significant enough to want to draw players back who've Mm -hmm. like lapsed. And my question would have been like, well, what is? And like I couldn't really think of something off the top of my head. because Wow Cataclysm. I made a wow reference. (laughs) (laughs) We need a wow Cataclysm level expansion. That was the one that like leveled wow, right? Uh yeah yeah it was and they changed the everything. whole world got like basically every zone got remapped and like redone like mm-hmm. as part of this like world event it was really cool think I think that is what Bungie wants to try and do is I think they realize like the changes they need to be focusing on right now are kind of like quality of life changes for the yeah. people who are still playing right and then in order to draw in the majority of the player base back you need to roll up all of your biggest and coolest announcements that are going to take the most time to do right into one big update and then kind of focus your marketing on that at like an E3 
yeah. press style event or like around an expansion like the Taken King was, right? That's what I think would draw people back. And maybe we're going to get that this fall. I think that's, I think that's the that's what I'm hoping for yeah. for sure. <laughs> Here's the scary thing though, because before that, we are getting this May season three content update, mm-hmm. right? DLC. I don't believe I heard anything about it being delayed yet. I think they should delay it because if that comes out and it's bad, it's only going to further create this sense of distrust with the audience that you're talking here about gods of mars right yes yeah the rumored gods of mars yeah i mean that's again that's a really tough spot to be in right because like i don't know that that i don't know that that presents you the right opportunity to convince all these players to come back right Mm -hmm. like you want it to be good you want people to be excited by it and i mean gosh in an ideal world it would be great if it was good enough to convince a bunch of people to come back but i just don't know how feasible that is given all the different complaints that the community has about the state of the game like yeah. to me to address all of them in a way where people are going to be happy and not just that's the other thing is it can't just be addressing the problems right you fix what was broken in a lot of players minds all of that stuff should have been not broken in the first place yeah so it's about fixing those things potentially which with like, they're doing which they're doing yeah no doubt and they've been way transparent about how they're doing that but it's it's about more than that it's about fixing the problems and then also on top of that, potentially in a future update or whatever the March or the 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 fall thing is, uh, giving us something really cool and awesome, Taken King esque to yeah. draw us back to. Yeah, remember on the the investor call, they did say a major content update. Mm-hmm. It's not actually a quote; I'm paraphrasing, but they said it's going to be big. It's going to be something substantial. So six to eight hour campaign, cinematic storytelling characters, dialogue, that's what I want to see. That'd be worth it, but something big has to happen in that content, Mm because I don't think people are going to get what they're expecting in May. Oh my god, that would be awesome! 3v3 trials, go old school, have it on the old map, but again, they run into that problem of, we had this. But they've taken it away now for like a year. At least that earns you really goodwill, though. Yeah, a lot of people really want that. That should be a lot of your most hardcore players really want that. That could be a bullet point. But they did this before. They take away Gallahorn, then they bring it back. Yeah, now it's gone again. Are they going to bring it back in the next content update? It's like we definitely want new stuff. There are a few staples though that would definitely win you goodwill, and one is three v three classic trials. Come yeah. on, everybody loved it. You changed it. We still want the old one. Just give us the old one. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Uh, I think that's all we're going to talk about this week. It's mm-hmm. a two-man show, so we're going to keep it a little bit short. Fran and CJ should be back next week, as well as Sean and myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see who's on the show. We, de- we do have a guest next week. Ah. So that'll Tease. Be yeah. Uh, oh, how can I tease this person? You just did. Yeah, I know. I was trying <laughs> to think. To- I give him a hint. <laughs> like for Datto, I said we're going to learn some math. Oh, okay, okay. But I can't think of a way to tease it. Uh, if you're out there and you are actually looking for somebody to play Destiny with, we have a Discord. It's going to be the top pinned comment over on YouTube.com slash FireteamChat. In addition, uh, Fran or myself or CJ, usually it's me, on Tuesday, does a regular stream over at YouTube.com slash FireteamChat and Twitch.tv slash Destiny Channel. So make sure you hit that subscribe button and hit that bell so that you're notified when I go live. That is at 8 o'clock Pacific time every week. Thank you guys so much for watching. I apologize that it was a little bit shorter of a show this week. Mm. I hope you're still having fun with Destiny or at least watching and hanging out with us. Big thanks to Dado for last week. Great show. Yeah. Yeah. I really appreciated him coming by. And we do have more guests lined up for you guys soon. All right, Sean. That's it for this week. Until next time, Guardians out. <laughs>